Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Apprentice Plus, a podcast about apprentice life at Triad Stage. I'm your host, Andy, the Props Apprentice. And I'm Catherine, the Stage Management and Production Management Apprentice. I'm Sarah, the Costume Shop and Wardrobe Apprentice. I'm Marie, the Carpentry Apprentice. And I'm Keaton, the Artistic Apprentice. How's everyone doing today? I'm angry. Why are you angry, <laughs> Catherine? Sarah refuses to do the hello. <laughs> I, you know what? What Slytherin would say hello with a bunch of Hufflepuffs? That's Whoa. all I'm saying. Very pointed. <laughs> Thank you. Also, you know, I'm a little sore today. You know what? <laughs> we were forced this morning to no, do sun salutations no, no, no. with Catherine. I agree Heavily with Andy. encouraged. Heavily encouraged. I never it's felt nice, so much peer pressure in my life. <laughs> and I, for one, feel great. Thank you. And glad we did this as a group. It hurt so much. No, it did not. <laughs> also, like, an average yoga session is, like, say... L- longer, but wait, 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 maybe did not. Catherine did not have the, us do a lot, and it was very nice. It was three minutes of nice deep breaths and some light stretching. As soon as I walked in the door. As soon as Keaton <laughs> oh yeah, as soon as because because Andy was still refusing, but then Keaton came over and I was like, Keaton will do it, and he jumped right. He took off his shoes and he jumped right in. <laughs> All right, well, okay, so. For the first episode, we wanted to tell you about what the professional training program at Triad Stage is uh, and give you a little bit of an idea of what we each do on a day-to-day basis um, and also how we ended up here in this apprenticeship. And Marie's going to give us a little overview of the program. So, uh, like Catherine said, the apprenticeship program is a professional training program. Um, Very often, people will do this early after undergrad. So uh, we're all pretty recent gra- uh, graduates of college. This is a really good type of program to do in between, say, getting your undergrad or your master's or um, going fully into the professional life. Uh, contracts are typically nine months, so from fall to spring, maybe like late August or early September starting and then ending in, say, May or June. And um, it's, uh, so it's like a work and learning balance, but it is a full-time position, so there's not really a lot of room to say um, have another job or be in school while we're doing this, because uh, we are full-time with Triad Stage. We, um, so uh, housing is provided to us, and I have to say, like, it's pretty sweet. Like, I think we all came in and uh, had similar reactions of being surprised by how nice it was. I definitely thought when they said we'd have furnished apartments that it would be like a bed and a new pair of sheets, but we've got like couches and TVs and it's it's completely different. Yeah, it's awesome. for sure. It was also fully, like the kitchen was fully stocked, so we didn't have to bring any of our own utensils or plates or anything, which was also really nice. Yeah. I'm just really happy that there's no mold growing on the walls like my last summer stock. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Yeah, because I know people that, like, have lived in dorm situations, so that's kind of, like, what I was expecting coming into this. Uh, Also, I'm thankful that we have uh, washer and dryer here. I think that makes a big difference. Yeah, so we're pretty lucky over here at Triad's Age. Of course, like, provided housing is nice regardless, so so not to say... like anything on any on else's housing it's it's very nice for theaters to uh provide that for their training program um 
But uh, something else I wanted to get into was, because um, recently we've heard this question before, uh, what an internship versus an apprenticeship, like what's the difference? Is there a difference? Um, so shout out to Andy's friends on Not Your Average Intern, uh, because this is something that they discuss in their first episode. And I will acknowledge that my opinion differs from them. However, they are performance apprentices. So I, I, it might be a completely different world because all of us um, are either artistic or production or you know, administrative sides. So getting to my point, is there a difference between internship and apprenticeship? In my opinion, no. I think they're the same thing. And I feel, and I just want people to know that in case they're looking at these types of uh, positions and they're intimidated by one or the other or think that they won't be getting the same things out of one or the other. Very much when I was looking for this kind of job, I found that the terms were very synonymous. Um, I think if you want to know what you're going to be getting out into, look at the details of the website rather than if they call it an internship or an apprenticeship. The only case where I've noticed there to be a difference is that um, if, if a theater company has both apprenticeships and internships. In that case, an apprenticeship is kind of a step up from an internship. Um, but again, only if the theater company has both of them. In fact, there was a th one theater company that I had applied for an internship, and they've recently changed their terminology to apprenticeship. So yeah, I just wanted to end it off with there that I, I think apprenticeship internships are pretty synonymous. synonymous. Yeah. I do want to make the point that when you are applying to whatever internship or apprenticeship, make sure you read all the details because there could yes. be very specific uh differentiations on that so just make sure you're reading the full description of the job and decide if that's exactly what you want to do yeah i agree and if you see uh that there's a lack of information that you feel like you need don't be afraid to send in an email to that company and ask uh you need to be able to make an informed decision for sure that's something that my apprentices apprentices uh, professors encouraged when i was looking at apprenticeships um that they're not gonna mind if of course like don't explode their inbox or anything or their phone line but if you like once in a while like present yourself in a very professional manner and you just have show interest and have some questions it's gonna it's gonna reflect nicely on you and sometimes if you call too they won't know who you are if you don't give them a name. That's something else I was told. Or, yeah, whatever you prefer, if you prefer to give an email. But if you call, you don't necessarily have to say who you are. Great. Now that we got that underway, let's go through and talk a little bit about, like, what each of us do. Because while we are all apprentices here, we there are two separate buildings. There's a shop and the theater that we work completely different at times and everything. So we just wanted to give a little bit of an overview um, of what our typical day-to-day -day goes. Uh, for me, as a props apprentice, we are working in the shop, and for Triad Stage, it's just uh, the props master and myself as the apprentice, and we, uh, we build all the props for all the shows, and we also have to make sure that they have props for rehearsals 
and there are maintenance of props when shows are running. So we are kind of working all around. We drive a lot of back and forth from the shop to the theater, which is about a 10-minute drive. So it's a lot of back and forth and a lot of building. And because there are only two of us here at Triad, it's really it's a really nice place to hone in on your skills. And if you want to learn something new, you do have a little bit of that availability to do that. You know, I think um, what a lot of people might think is that uh, because carpentry and props are so similar that Andy and I would be seeing a lot of each other. But the truth, but we, we're mostly keep pretty separate to our separate process, uh, projects. He's working with the uh, props master and um, my direct supervisors are... Um, the technical director and the master carpenter and then there's also um, a carpenter another carpenter that I work under so it's like a four-man band and um, uh, carpentry hours and schedule and what to expect are pretty consistent which is um, not typical for a lot of theater positions but uh, I usually work about like 40 hours a week on weekdays um, we go to the shop and build. Uh, sometimes we're going between the shop and the theater, either like through the, the truck or through our individual vehicles. Um, sometimes when we're loading in, we might just be going to the theater. Um, the only exception is uh, when I was called on for run crew, then my schedule was kind of thrown for a loop, um, which, which, which was also a very interesting experience. So that's more when I was experienced like late nights and shows, uh, working shows, and uh, my shop hours were then limited. Also, yes, to point that out, as uh, the Props Apprentice, since there's only two of us in the whole department, I was never asked to run shows just because it would then just be a one-person department, and that's mm -hmm. a lot for anyone to handle. So depending on where you are and how big your props department is, you may be running shows, you may be not. Right. I think that's a good point to put out there because um, many different apprenticeships and internships have different requirements for what they'll do for run crew. Uh, I definitely came in expecting that I would be on run crew at some point, uh, but it does make the most sense because if, if I'm gone, there's still um, two other carpenters and the technical director there to... Um, supplement any other work depending on what show it is and how much that would require so another aspect that is in our production studio is the costume shop if you go up a flight of stairs then there's a small but well-stocked area where myself the costume shop manager and the assistant costume shop manager work around um, in between shows to get ready and prep for the next show sometimes we also work with overhire which is always interesting to make new friends that way uh, so my time is split between wardrobe and costume shop. There's about a two week or so period between each shows that I'm in the shop full time, 40 hours a week. Uh, we're building, we're cutting, we're altering and doing fittings with actors. And then when a show opens and has tech week, then I am over at the theater working backstage as the wardrobe supervisor. I've gotten to work on every show except for our Christmas Carol show in Winston-Salem because I was running simultaneously with the Wonderful Life production we did. Uh, and once a show is in, I'm still working in the shop for a couple of hours, but it's 
greatly cut back to about three or four hours a day before I go in to work on the shows backstage. And yeah, what's kind of interesting is that, at least for Triad Stage, the costume shop, the carpentry shop, and props shop is all in one giant warehouse, essentially. Right. So we see each other a lot in passing, but other than that, we do keep pretty separate. The Mm -hmm. two people we don't see a lot is Catherine and Keaton, because they work at the theater. Yeah, so Keaton and I spend most of our time uh, in our main building in the theater. Um, As the uh, production management and stage management apprentice, my schedule is kind of all over the place, uh, because my apprenticeship is kind of cut in half. Um, My supervisor, the director of operations and production, was really, really flexible uh, at the beginning with how I wanted to kind of split my apprenticeship up. And I said that I wanted to do a 50-50 split because I hadn't had all that much production management experience and I wanted to learn uh, a lot more about the field, but also I still wanted to maintain my stage management uh, experience as well. So um, on the stage management side, I had the opportunity to ASM for two of our productions and then I filled in as an ASM during tech for one of our Christmas shows. Um, And the schedule for that was just be in rehearsal all the time. Uh, And then um, on the production management side, um, my schedule was a little bit more regulated. um, And I did a lot of uh, budget stuff and uh, writing contracts and um, doing a lot of research. If one of our uh, like vehicles broke down, I would figure out how and when and where to get that fixed, and uh, just a lot of problem solving that kind of umbrellaed all of the productions and events happening uh, at the theater, and yeah. As the artistic apprentice, I relate to what uh, Catherine said about uh, schedule being uh, evolving uh, as we've gone through the season. Uh, I've worked uh, variously as an assistant director uh, or dramaturg on uh, productions throughout the season. My day, uh, part of it is spent at my desk in the office uh, doing dramaturgical research, either for our Google site, which is accessible to our creative team, our cast, and our audience, uh, writing articles for our playbills or our learning guides uh, under the guidance of our learning director. I also uh, help with casting, make audition appointments, serve as a monitor uh, and a reader for those, uh, those auditions. And I help with special events such as season launches and uh, help curate and occasionally host talkbacks, which being after the show can lead to uh, some later days. Uh, So I'm constantly moving between the uh, office, our rehearsal space uh, on the third floor of our main building or the theater if we're in tech. And uh, I also help with um, new play development as far as Uh, scripts being revised. For instance, this past season, uh, we brought back um, our producing artistic director's uh, adaptation of Dracula uh, in the fall, and he wanted to uh, rework the script, and so I helped um, keep track of those. I also helped uh, keep track of script changes for our world premiere of Two Wolves and a Lamb, uh, which was mentioned in our our first uh, episode teaser. Oh, and you know something, um, so yeah, we don't 
we all have very separate jobs and we don't see each other a lot except for say workshops or when um staff check in on us so recently we um we did a uh, a script and um resume the script ah resume workshop silly me you know that's you know when you live in a theater world huh um and we've also uh had a workshop on web design and some advice on presenting ourselves um and even just like with uh, between my advisors too like I, I could not ask for better advisors that just like take time to uh show me a tool I haven't worked with very much or they, they taught me how to weld which has been really fun and have given me a lot of opportunities to do that so yeah that's the great thing about an apprenticeship internship um, yes, you're there to work, but they also really value the learning aspect of it. Yeah. And for most places, I'm fairly certain, you can just say, hey, I want to learn this. And they will take the time to teach you how to do it and make sure you know it confidently. Absolutely. And I think it's important. It's been important for me. It's It's been a big learning experience this year that some, it's okay not to know things sometimes. Um, yeah. it's, this is an educational experience just because you're out of college doesn't mean you stop learning. Ideally we learn throughout our entire lives. Uh, and as Marie and Andy said, the advisors are so key, uh, as the artistic apprentice, I, uh, work directly under the associate artistic director who, uh, has been a wonderful mentor, uh, for me. What's actually kind of funny is that we've been talking about our jobs but I don't really know how most of everyone got here. So we can kind of just go around and talk about how we found Triad and what our process was of getting here. Do you want to start? Great, I'll start. <laughs> um, so I went to the University of North Carolina School of the Arts, which is in Winston-Salem. And it's about 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes away from Greensboro, which is where Triad Stage is located. So we've had a lot of interaction of sharing props, uh, make renting it out to each other. So I kind of knew a little bit about it. And then in doing my research, Eric Hart, who is a really talented props master and props artisan, was a props master at Triad Stage. So one of the things I really wanted to do post-graduation was learn from him so that's really what brought my interest on with Triad. And my application process, I believe, was not that long of a process. I think I applied middle March, and then I think like a week later, I got an email back saying, hey, let's have an interview. And that interview happened fairly fast as well. And then it seemed like maybe a week or two after that, I got an offer from our production manager saying I had the job and if I wanted to accept it. And the second I knew that, I knew this is where I wanted to be and where I wanted to work. So I pretty much jumped on the chance the second I was able to. Yeah, I, I relate, Andy. I was very eager as well um, when I got my offer. I lived in the Triad area until I was 14 years old. And I remember um, I was about 12 and I was rehearsing a show with a different company in downtown Greensboro. And uh, in the cultural center, I saw a poster card for a world premiere production called Bloody Blackbeard. Uh, I was very 
and are interested in pirates growing up. And uh, theater had been a long passion of mine. And I thought, this is really unique. I've never seen a, a, a drama about pirates before. Uh, and of course, it had the North Carolina connection with Blackbeard um, spending a lot of his life on the North Carolina coast. And I went and saw the production, and uh, the set was so immersive. I remember being in the front row and my feet being in the sand. Um, the, the set was, was a beached ship, um, uh, and so very distinct. And the years went on. Um, uh, my family had to move away from this area whenever I was uh, 14. Um, I moved back uh, for a year for my senior year of high school at UNC School of the Arts. And um, no matter where I was living, I made an effort to come back and see Triad Productions. And I went to undergrad in Boston uh, and really enjoyed that experience, but it was important to me to um, come back home uh, to North Carolina and uh, be part of the theater community here. And um, I, knew from the very first time I, I walked into Triad stage that it was a special place and that it was somewhere I wanted to work. And that was way back in 2008. And then uh, 2019 comes around uh, February. I put in my application. Um, March, I do my interview. And uh, I was up revisiting Boston and New York, pursuing some uh, uh, job opportunities and um, visiting friends. And I was staying with a, a dear friend of mine on Long Island, and uh, got the offer, you know, and it was without a doubt one of the happiest days of my life, and um, it's been a joy seeing uh, the process behind the work that goes on at the theater as someone who's been a, a very long time uh, fan. Well, that is a very heartwarming story, and I think we all like like me, Sarah, and Catherine are looking between us, just like who's gonna who's gonna chop that? Yeah. Um. So I had never heard of Triad Stage before. Um. Yeah. Uh. So I knew. So I I graduated um college in uh December of twenty eighteen, and uh I I had a job after that working for Missoula Children's Theater. And I knew that I wanted to do Missoula again in the summer. Um, so work for them for a total of eight months. And I knew that I wanted to do an apprenticeship. Um, so my story, like discovering Triad Stage is kind of funny because when I first heard of Triad Stage, I was in Oregon. When I applied, I was in Washington State. And when I interviewed, I was in British Columbia. <laughs> so, um, then, uh, traveler over here. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, because I was working for the touring company at the time. Um, but I had heard about Triad Stage because the, um, the head of the theater department at SFA, at Stephen F. Austin, my college, um, had posted about the apprenticeship program on the networking page. And I talked to him a little later, and it doesn't seem like he has connections with Triad Stage. I think he just happened... I know he's lived around that area, not necessarily North Carolina, but more in a general, like, closer to the East Coast than Texas kind of sense. So uh, somehow he had heard about it and he uh, posted. And the more I looked at the theater, I was like, this place is awesome. 
them. I really dug the core values and the commitment to accessibility. Uh, but more specifically, um, scenic wise, you know, I was like Googling previous scenic designs and I saw that it was a very unique space and there were some YouTube videos available, like especially like the YouTube video on uh, a doll's house was very striking to me. So I, I thought like, what a great opportunity. I also Googled uh, the technical director and thought she was cool. Yeah, that is a great point that Marie's bringing up. Something very interesting about Triad is we're a thrust space where most yeah. theaters are proscenium. So if that's something you want to try and see what it's like working in a thrust, it has its own challenges that makes it real fun to work here. For sure. I think um, you're, on a production side, there are a lot of uh interesting opportunities that come from the space that triad has or the pearl specifically um which is the their main theater space based in greensboro um so one thing that i definitely want to mention like when applying to triad stage is that i as as excited as i was about this theater and about the carpentry apprenticeship i also felt very intimidated by it and almost was hesitant to apply because I thought like because I thought I wouldn't be good enough basically so and like here I am now so just to encourage anybody to you know there's nothing wrong with going for it no one's gonna laugh at you um and sometimes it, it you might even get more than you expected like there's it's always good to just ask you know or to, to just try your best so um so yeah I and when I, I did get the interview, um, I was, uh, one thing I, I will also put in here is when you're in a different time zone than the place that you are, uh, applying for, it's always good to, um, first of all, specify time zone, uh, but, but use times that you're available, say for an interview in the time zone that they're in. So when I was telling the technical director what times I'd be available, I said like, say 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I didn't use, um, I even though I was in Pacific Time, plus I was in Canada, which was a, which has the whole thing with daylight savings time. I, I just made sure to keep in that. That's something kind of unique to theater because likely you'll be doing like a phone or an online interview. All right, so how I found about Triad Stage was through offstagejobs.com. Yes, offstage. <laughs> yes, they. I was just searching through, and they had a contract uh, that started and stopped around the times that I was looking for and provided housing. I was already in North Carolina because of my last summer stock job, so I figured the location was just about right as well. Uh, so I sent in a cold resume with a PDF version of my undergrad portfolio in about a week and a half to two weeks later, they called and I got a phone interview and then was offered a job the following week. So I just went on and took it. Yeah, and I think something that a lot of you guys are picking up on is that for the first four of us, we all kind of did online and uh, phone interviews that way. But there are other options like uh, conferences. The big one that Triad goes to is SETC. Yeah, most of the uh, positions that I've gotten have been from going to the job fair at SETC, actually. Um, but I found out about Triad because the director of operations and production here, um, she went to my undergrad, and she was kind of like this mythic figure.
figure um, at Wofford. At Wofford, she was huge, and uh, everybody like knew about who she was and what she did. And um, I didn't go to Wofford to do stage management or even theater, but then I kind of got sucked into theater, and I fell in love with it. And I realized I wanted to be a stage manager. And so uh, one of the professors who was there while my supervisor was there, and uh, she brought her in. And had her come and talk to the, like, two of us who were interested in stage management. And I was like, I want to be this woman. Um, (laughs) She's so cool. Um, And so uh, when I was getting ready to apply for positions after graduating, um, I knew that an apprenticeship was the right next step for me. Because, like Keaton kind of touched on, uh, I definitely don't know everything None of us know everything, and we are definitely going to keep learning throughout our career. Um, And I knew that I had a lot to learn, and I I wanted to learn from uh, my supervisor, from uh, Katie specifically. So um, she uh, sent me the information about the apprenticeship, and I applied, and I don't really remember the timeline, but I do remember that I got an email back that said she wanted to, like, face-to-face interview with me at SETC, and uh, that was a really, really good experience, and I felt really good about her and about Triad, and um, then she gave me her email address and said, if you have any questions about the apprenticeship, but also just stage management or production management in general, reach out. And I did, and one of the questions I asked was kind of about the trajectory of her career and how she got to where she was, and one of the things that she said was um, that you're going to hear a lot of no's, and you're going to get a lot of rejections before you get a lot of acceptances. (laughs) Is that a word? Um, And I thought that that was her subtly telling me that I absolutely was not going to get this job. And I went went to our mutual professor and I was like, I don't think I'm going to get it. I don't think I'm going to get it at all. And then like two days later, she was, our professor was like blowing up my phone because I had not seen the email yet that I had gotten the job. And it was like the greatest day, but that's how I ended up here. Yeah, I think like tying into all of that, it's, um, if, uh, you're someone listening interested in one of these um, positions I think the more um, something that I've always heard is a good thing is to emphasize how much you're willing to learn you know you know say don't don't undermine yourself or anything say that you got some skills but but you um, are very excited by uh, how much you can learn from this program you know yeah and having that thing uh, or multiple things that makes that company in particular appealing to you uh, as opposed to just uh, a learning program in general. Like for me, uh, I had the local connection uh, through growing up here and the theater's core value of a Southern voice uh, and its its uh, passion for being a truly regional company stood out to me. And, and that's one of the things that drew me to try at. It's, it, I think it's important to know what those um, appeals are. And before we go, we want to bring back our first fun fact of Triad Stage from Dramaturg Keaton. Hi, everyone. Uh, This is going to be a recurring segment uh, where we look at a fun fact from Triad Stage's history or the way it operates. And since we're early in our podcast run, I thought I would point out that Triad Stage's first production was in January 2002. It was
was Suddenly Last Summer by Tennessee Williams. And besides being the first production, uh, this was significant because Tennessee Williams has gone on to become one of the signature playwrights of our theater with uh, productions such as uh, Streetcar Named Desire, uh, Cat in a Hot Tin Roof, uh, Night of the Iguana being produced over the years. And uh, one thing that's interesting about this is now our seasons run roughly uh, August to May, um, but this first season was January to uh, the summer. And so even though uh, Triad opened in January 2002 uh, and it's just become 18 years old, we are going into our 20th season in the fall, which is a very, very big celebration. Great. I want to thank you all for joining us for Apprentice Plus. If you would like to keep up to date with everything we're doing at Triad Stage, make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. And if you have any questions you would like us to answer, make sure you leave a comment on our post. We'll talk to you all next week. Bye! Bye.